Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at That's Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Chippy Remarks TSMC founder trashes U.S. plan to bring back chip production. Published in Week in China, read to you by Cliff Larson. If the company you created has achieved a global monopoly over one of the most critical elements of the world's most advanced technology, you are probably going to be none too pleased if the world's richest country decides that it wants to muscle in and take control of the situation. So it has been hardly surprising that Morris Chang, who founded Taiwan Semiconductor Manufacturing Corps, TSMC, in 1987, is unenthusiastic about America's plan to re-establish advanced semiconductor manufacturing on its own soil. Having retired from TSMC in 2019, Chong first signaled his aversion to the idea at a tech forum in Taipei last October. He spoke again in April as a guest on the Brookings Institution's Vying for Talent podcast. Can semiconductor manufacturing return to the United States? The podcast asked. Yes, replied Morris, although he thought the plan was an awful one. Describing the American onshoring effort, quote, as a very expensive exercise in futility, unquote. He warned that the U.S. fabs will be non-competitive in a world where you compete with factories like TSMC. The U.S. share of semiconductor manufacturing has shrunk from 37% at the beginning of the 1990s to 12% today, according to Semiconductors Industry Alliance, SIA figures. And it's much worse for the market share at the most advanced end of the manufacturing spectrum, producing logic chips using process nodes below 10 nanometers. Here, Taiwan, or more specifically, TSMC, has 92% of the market. American producers boast precisely zero. After Intel fell behind in migrating to the most advanced production nodes in 2018, the only other global player that has kept pace with TSMC is South Korea's Samsung Electronics. The main reason why relates to costs. Building a state-of-the-art fab or foundry, as they are otherwise known, costs about 20 billion U.S. dollars. That's almost three times more than a nuclear power plant and nearly twice as much as an aircraft carrier. The number of manufacturers at the advanced end of the sector has consequently shrunk to just two, although China's SMIC has spent years trying and failing 
to join them. Chong thinks that the American government's plan to incentivize onshoring of advanced production through the $52 billion CHIPS Act will fall short. Right now, you're talking about spending only tens of billions of dollars of subsidies, he noted. Well, it's not going to be enough. According to Chong, TSMC was very naive when it first established a U.S. fab in Oregon back in 1997. It never expanded the plant as initially planned after the company realized that production costs were likely to be about 50% more than in Taiwan. Staff salaries were one reason, and another was the dearth of local talent, with fewer students opting for engineering in favor of more lucrative careers on Wall Street. Others migrated towards the design end of the chip spectrum, which the U.S. still dominates. Asked if he understood Washington's geopolitical instincts for securing more of a semiconductor supply chain on home soil, Chang responded, Frankly, if there's a war in the Taiwan Strait, then I think the U.S. will have more than chips to worry about. But he also acknowledged that the days when TSMC bridged the political divide in serving both U.S. and Chinese clients were long gone. I just hope they don't get any worse, he concluded, of the current tensions between the two countries. Podcast co-host Jude Blanchett looked back at Chong's career for a demonstration of what it might take to create a successful newcomer in the sector. The China chair at the Center for Strategic and International Studies highlighted an iron triangle of education. Chong himself went to Harvard and MIT, an enterprising private sector and a government that prioritizes the development of new technologies, as the Taiwanese did in the 1980s. Does the U.S. have what it takes to follow the same path? In early 2021, Intel revealed a blueprint to regain its manufacturing edge through the IDM 2.0 strategy, Integrated Device Manufacturing. This year, it announced plans with support from government subsidies to spend up to one hundred million U.S. dollars building a mega fab in Ohio. U.S. President Joe Biden described it as one of the biggest manufacturing investments in American history. The first fab is scheduled to begin production of five nanometer chips by 2024. TSMC is also building an advanced fab in the U.S. at Washington's behest. You've been listening to Chippy Remarks. TSMC founder trashes U.S. plan to bring back chip production. Published in Week in China, read to you by Cliff Larson.